0: All right. uh, Time for a new segment we're uh, bringing out called I Like Your Fashion. Now, the reason that we say on this show, I like your fashion, Jen, is because.
1: Uh, The company that we work for, Bonneville, uh, asked us all to go through a sexual harassment training process. And one of the things that we were told is that we were not allowed to compliment one another's actual clothing. So I can't say I like your shirt because that implies I'm looking at your body. Yeah. But what I can say and is... And you also
0: hate this shirt I'm wearing.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty bad if I hated your Red Gingham shirt, by <laughs> the way.
0: You know part of why I wear this so much? Number one, because it's my look. Uh, but number two, because because of the pattern, it's really hard to tell if it's wrinkled or not. Mm-hmm. Which is such an important thing. I was mm-hmm. like, why aren't all shirts, all collared shirts, why aren't they in a pattern that masks wrinkles? That's
1: a really good point.
0: Because that's a big part of... If I'm, you know, it's like I'm late... And I need to steam a shirt or I just throw this bad boy on. That's why I'm wearing it for the second time this week. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So anyway. Back to my fashion.
1: You have to say – but you can't say I like your fashion because that is complementing the person's sense of style, which is right. more about their brain than you their can't, body. You can't say
0: they, you, you look nice today. You can't even no. say that because that's, that's no. could be – It implies that me.
1: I looked at your body. But if I say I like your fashion, that means like I like the way your mind works. Yes. And so it – Unfortunately, anything can be made to sound dirty. So yeah. immediately after that, what everybody was doing was walking around saying, Hey, I like your fashion. Yeah. Which was way worse than that's a nice shirt.
2: the Little Red Bandwagons, your podcast about a podcast that's too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm. Every Monday, we bring you a recap that tries to make some sense of what went on during the previous week of TBTL, but this episode is a Friday clip show where we pick a theme, listen to some clips, and break them down because, as we all know, those who forget their TBTL history are doomed to repeat it. And if only we could convince Burbank and Walsh to listen to these shows. And joining me tonight, all the way from Linwood, Washington, someone who makes my day brighter every time I get to talk to her, it's the nice
3: lady, Christy Wise.
2: Hello, Christy.
3: Hello, Anne. I like your fashion. (laughs) Thank you. I think we can rename my studio officially to the Saltine and Butter Studios. Oh, there is nothing wrong with saltines and butter. I know. That's what I had for dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Living high on the hog. (laughs) Well,
2: as always, for our clip shows, we will start with some general discussion on our topic. Then we'll play and discuss those TBTL clips. We'll clean some house and tell everybody how they can get involved with the show. So, Christy, would you consider yourself a fashionable person? Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) no not at all me neither what would you say your fashion philosophy is
3: oh um can you go first because i don't understand the question (laughs)
2: Mm. here's my fashion philosophy Mm -hmm. number one i want to be comfortable Mm -hmm. and number two i want to look like i did actually put a minimum of thought into this I did not just pull something off the floor or get any old thing out of the hamper that yes this is in fact the look I was going for it doesn't have to be sophisticated it doesn't have to be cool I don't have to have good accessories I just want people to know that it was a deliberate choice and not an accident that is the sum total of my fashion
3: I like it I would say comfort is number one, but also specifically for my working, uh, what I wear to work, it has to have form, meaning it has to have pockets. It has to be warm. It has to, um, I mean, I'll say pockets again, um, pockets (laughs) to be able to put stuff in and also to be able to wear headphones through it. So that's why I'm usually wearing like a zip up hoodie of different, um, of different weights like thin mm-hmm. thin in the summer and it gets thicker as it goes um, that I can thread my headphones through and then I can put things in I um with my job when I took on the part of office manager I just I still tried to look cute because at my last job we had to dress not I guess business casual but no jeans and that was fine for what I did and when I came here I'd or to my new job I tried to like wear dresses and cute but you don't realize how many times you're going to be standing on a light on a ladder changing a light mm-hmm. bulb and mm-hmm. that's always going to be what happens the day I wear a dress is the one where I have to walk <laughs> a mile down the city to pick something up at the at the post office and it's windy and my skirt flies up like that is what's mm-hmm. going to happen so I just don't care about that anymore where I do fashion I guess is I'll mix um, patterns like I'll do polka dots and stripes or I have um, like different leggings that have different colors or designs or patterns and I'll mix that with a different pattern or I wear um, long socks that have crazy colors or whatever so that's Mm. I guess and then like Wick, wicked Witch of the East type socks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, all the way to my... I actually have ones that say Wicked on them. And um, cool. so I have a whole drawer filled with knee socks that I change out. And i wear that with dresses or um, jeans or shorts or whatever. And then have different color converse. So th- otherwise I'm pretty boring. Like mostly black, mostly jeans. I don't think that sounds boring. And a splash of weird socks. <laughs>
2: I'm fairly lucky because I can mostly wear whatever I want mm-hmm. in my department. My department is a weird one since it's energy and it evolves. A lot of the engineers are running around the campus and going into mechanical rooms and to job sites and stuff. And then we have a lot of electricians and plumbers, and whatever. They actually wear the exact same thing every day. It's They pick their own thing. Like this guy will wear his denim shirt and his jeans and his train conductor cap that means he's a pipe fitter because they Mm -hmm. all seem to wear those train conductor hats (laughs) and this guy will wear like his khaki shirt but they always wear the same shirt every day so it's a little bit weird Mm -hmm. so as a result nobody cares very much what anybody wears they got to wear the practical stuff so I can dress it up I can dress it down um nobody ever says a word that's nice in my retail job um I totally get what you're talking about about never knowing when you're going to be on the ladder doing something <laughs> so it was very weird because uh he wanted a professional look so it was definitely a no jeans environment you had to dress it up but on the other hand I had to have a pair of pants that I could like crawl around on the floor yep. in all day
3: <laughs> it's just not even worth
2: dressing cute I have split my pants before at that job. In fact, I split my pants and I didn't even notice until I went to the restroom. And as I was sitting down on the toilet, I looked down and I saw the ground through my pants (gasps) and I was like, well, that's not right.
3: Oh my gosh. I split my pants on Thursday. What? (laughs) (laughs) I was like crouching down. um, uh, One of our refrigerators went out, it's like the bottom, the freezer part is over creating ice, and the refrigerator part is busted. And so I thought, okay, I'll defrost this freezer, and maybe that will make like maybe the component is frozen. I did a lot of googling before. And they said that could be the op the reason. So I was like crouched down, like um, th- like doing the defrosting it and pouring hot water on it and cleaning all this water up, and <sniffs> split my jeans. Oh, no. Yeah. And then I had the whole day, and it was the day we have happy hour. So oh, I was just like, oh, God, someone, no one can see me. Please, please, let me just get through the day. <laughs> it was about an inch, though. It wasn't huge. Oh, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, you think that by
2: our age, we would have gotten past these embarrassing problems, but yeah. <laughs> nope.
3: Oh, I have a way worse one. Um, Uh-oh. The- Oh my gosh. This is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm telling it. Um, one day I was, um, I was wearing like, I guess they're called skinny jeans. They're just tight, whatever. And, um, I was, I had been at work walking around, standing around, talking to people who are sitting. So they're like at eye level, uh, with, I guess my waist or whatever. And then I go to the bathroom and I notice I have a huge lump on my leg. And I was like, "What is happening?"
0: There I was know a what this is. pair of
3: underwear in yes! my jeans from the washers. Yes! <laughs> it wasn't even mine. I think it was like Elliot's underwear or something. But then you're like, "What do you do? You take them out, obviously. Obviously. But do you throw them away? Am I gonna? Am I gonna put a pair of little kids' underwear in my in my pocket and then like slip it into my bag?" And how many people saw this growth on my leg? I mean, because it was pretty big and didn't say anything. Uh, I think you're probably okay. <laughs> they don't care. It's developers. They didn't yeah. notice.
2: <laughs> They're not paying attention to anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's always us that get so freaked out about our own situation and nobody else notices. Yeah. So, did you, when you were in school, did you try to follow the fashion trends?
3: Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. Um, I was uh, like a punk kid. Well, at first I was just a nerd. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have very much money. So, clothes weren't a thing. So, when we moved here and everybody is like wearing these name brands I had never even heard of. And I'm i'm I wanna look like that, I wanna dress like the other kids. Well, one sweatshirt was our whole budget, so sure, so I couldn't dress like that, and I think that that made me be weird, which mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with like that moved me on and then so I would just wear kind of crazy outfits that I would get at thrift shops and so there was probably middle school um the worst time in my life was when I was trying to fit in and wanting to wear that kind of clothes. And by high school, I didn't care anymore.
2: Sure. You realize that that was never going to be No, I'm never going No, 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 I, um, I was just never very interested in any of it. And, and I don't remember... You know, because I was in Switzerland through sixth grade, I don't remember there being any big fashion trends in that school because people were coming and going from so many different countries that I don't, I don't think there was like a dominant culture that formed. But Mm -hmm. then when I came back to the States and everyone was like rolling their jeans and Guess was really big Mm -hmm. and I think Jerbo came a couple of years later maybe it was all terrible, and I didn't understand any of it, and I wasn't <laughs> going to try any of it. And my mom never did me any favors. She dressed me in culottes from the time I was mm-hmm. about, like, eight, yeah. because I was obviously tall, tall. like mm-hmm. like Ellie is. And yep. so she would take me shopping in the women's departments mm-hmm. and buy me, like, women's clothes that she liked as a thirty. 30- something year old woman. And you know, 80s and 90s fashion for 35 year old ladies was kind of iffy anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it was it was bad. And I just looked terrible. We had an ongoing fight about my hair because I wanted to have long hair like the other girls. Mm-hmm. And especially when we lived in Switzerland, like we had the girls from Sweden who would come into the school and they would have the long blonde hair and the girls from Japan would come and they would have that long, shiny, dark hair. And I was like, I would like long hair too. And My mom said, no, you can't take care of it. You can't keep it clean. And until you can manage that, then you don't get to have long hair. So I had this weird, like shaggy, not quite mullet. Going, I tell you, I was cutting quite a figure in those days.
3: (laughs) Was it true that you couldn't take care of it?
2: No, it's just my mother. I could take care of it as well as anybody else could probably. I mean, I have a lot of hair. It's really thick. Mm -hmm. So it's less manageable than those other girls. But, you know, it just was one more thing that made me feel like even more of a weirdo.
3: Oh, I had such bad hair. I don't know what my mom was thinking.
2: (laughs) We were not set up for success in the fashion realm, (laughs) I don't think. And because I had like no like genetic predisposition to be interested in any of that, I just sort of like let it ride. And that uh, informs my style to this day. I actually maybe the idea of this episode got into my blood because a couple of days ago, I was like, okay, I've got to do something about this. And I got got on the old internet and I bought like two pairs of nice shoes and two pairs of pants and four shirts and a whole bunch of socks. It was like hundreds of dollars that I don't want to spend. But,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it has to happen like once every three years, you need to get a new shirt.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a Mariner's Go Eat a Bagel shirt that you could have. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Everyone will know what that means here. (laughs) So let's get into TBTL and fashion. Okay. This is a fun episode. When we kind of jointly had the idea, this sort of bubbled up when we were talking about the last clip show. And I think immediately we were both like, yes, (laughs) this is a good topic. Yes. And i found so many clips that we could have used i had to cut one of the clips that i really wanted to include where luke was talking about how you know the thing he says we need a little less self-esteem and a little more vanity (laughs) in our fashion sense that's one of the things he's come back to over the years and i i had to cut that one for time but it's so good but we did come up with a bunch of great clips to talk about. And I would like, of course, as always, to thank the archivists. Uh, this month, we got some help from Jack Taylor. He not only takes photos, but he also listens to shows and helps with the archive. Um, we had Tier who contributed one of these clips. Thank you, Tier. Also, Jamie Nettles. And then a couple that I dug up. <laughs> How many weeks have you done? Uh, 39 you can send me week 40 okay whenever you want to that's on me (laughs) remember mike said anybody that did 40 weeks he would fly to their house and eat cheese with them
3: yeah so are you ready
2: yeah okay (laughs) i do not know what i would do if mike showed up at my house with cheese it would be weird (laughs) it would be weird i hope it happens (laughs) (laughs) we'll see well let's get into this one This clip is a leftover from last month's clip show where we talked about embarrassing things, embarrassing stories that Luke and Jen told. This I found to be extremely embarrassing, but as you pointed out, this was not Luke telling an embarrassing story. This was him saying something on the radio that I found to be very embarrassing on his behalf. Mm -hmm. So in this clip, he's talking about Kanye. God save me and how we don't understand Kanye's fashion and then he takes a little bit of time to boast about his own fashion sense so let's kick it off there
0: uh, really quickly do we do we have the photo up at the old uh, my Northwest yes if you go over to MyNorthwest.com, and you go to the TBTL page right now you'll see a photo of uh, mr. Kanye West the face. So keep in love. and uh he's got an pretty a pretty rad like i don't know what you call an afro mullet i guess you just called it an afro mullet <laughs> he's got uh he's got his afro combed into a um, a pretty sweet it's a kind of a like a Lionel Richie maybe in a say you say me era. except it's
1: more streamlined on the sides and so it really
0: yeah it's yeah it's it's it
1: it's, shows off the mullet a little
0: better yeah it's business in the front party in the back you know that 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 old chestnut, <laughs> and we've it was emailed to us by uh, by a couple of listeners today, and um, people were making fun of his hair. But here's what I want to say about it: I know that his hairstyle is 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 odd looking, and it's not what people are wearing right now, but it's going to be in style. Much like I was right on Britney's song "Womanizer" being a top yeah. top of the pops. Yeah, this hairdo will be in style, and you know how I know. Because it ain't in style now, so it's going to be in style in the future. Because you know it's not going to be in style in the future. What's in style right now? That's how it works, everybody. So I'm I, I'm sounding like I'm a little angry with the people You're who are sounding sent the
1: like Anna Wintour.
0: Well, here's okay. Here's why I'm a little Read bit the devil. here's why I have a little bit of uh, a little bit extra zhuzh when I talk about this. Because every time on this show I wear something that's a little fashion forward for Seattle. Right. I'm not even like going out on a limb, but I'm going out on a tiny limb for like a radio host in Seattle. I think people go, what is he wearing? And I'll tell you what I'm wearing, something that you're going to be wearing in a year. And it, it might seem out of style right now, but that's because it's going to be in style later. And you know what's not going to be in style later? Pleated dockers that you're wearing right now. So same thing with weird hairdos. That's the way that things move forward. From a style perspective, we do not, if everything was static, we would just all be, like, I mean, I would be fine if we could all agree to just wear what we're wearing right now and freeze it. Like what
1: they're going to do in the future? That's what we'll do. Well, you know how movies in the future and space and stuff, everybody just wears the same thing.
0: Yeah, there's not any fashion in Mm -hmm. space, is there?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But uh, I have to say, I think his hair also looks ridiculous, but I'll tell you what, I will probably be wearing the white person equivalent of that hairdo. In a couple years, because I've learned this about myself every time I forswear a certain kind of uh, clothing, a certain kind of hairstyle, a certain kind of anything. I then find myself at some point, 10 years later, embracing it wholeheartedly. It's because fashion is cyclical and whatever it is, like when I'm going, I will never wear tight jeans again. What am I wearing? Giant baggy Carl Kanai jeans that make me look like some kind of terrible wigger and that's what I'm not wearing. A few years later, when in fact I'm embracing the car, the uh, the the tight jeans. So I I feel like once again I have to stand up for Kanye. Which is we should rename this show. <laughs> the show should be called Standing Up for Kanye because it's mostly what we do. I come on here, I stick up for him. Everybody looks at me like I'm crazy.
2: Um, it's it's not just me,
3: right? That's an embarrassing clip. <laughs> um yeah um so much first of all let's just agree as a nation to not ever say wigger oh please no yeah that that was just jolting to hear that um Uh also now uh then him saying that you know, the show is just standing up for Kanye. That's pretty problematic these days. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's a little bit harder to actually get around
2: that one. They haven't talked about Kanye for, I don't know, six months or something. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to know if it's just because they haven't happened to bring it up or if they're finally realizing that Kanye is not so much a tortured genius as a giant jackass. Yes, And maybe Luke can like stop finding himself in Kanye's behavior. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Luke just boasting about how fashion forward he is and how he's wearing the skinny jeans now. And next year you'll all be wearing skinny jeans. And Mm. I was like,
3: Oh God, Luke, no. (laughs) Well, I just, I feel that people, we could have said this at the beginning that people should have a drinking game of every time Luke says, Uh, fashion is cyclical exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. because this isn't the only one
2: (laughs) and I don't know I know nothing about fashion oh and I meant to say before we should probably just agree that fashion is just a construct right it's whatever is fashionable is whatever we have arbitrarily decided is fashionable and looks good. So it's all just like an exercise in psychology Mm -hmm. anyway, right? But I don't know how cyclical it really is. I think certain things come back around and around, but I don't know, maybe it's more of like a spiral than a circle.
3: Yeah. And usually when it does come back, it's in a better way. Hopefully. Just this summer, I mean all the kids for the last probably year and a half have been wearing the same slides that I wore when I was in high school. Sure. those like, you know, Adidas or Nike or whatever. I mm-hmm. had those same ones and now they're all wearing them. It's because they're comfortable. That happens. Yeah, they are.
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a good point to make is luke's insistence over and over again it's like his big fashion point that he says fashion Mm -hmm. is cyclical and he has Mm -hmm. he has a couple of other things that he tries to get away with that we'll talk about in upcoming (laughs) clips but it did not turn out that he ended up wearing the white person version of kanye's mullet thing so he was Wrong about that, thank God, because I don't think that's a style
3: that we want to see come back around. No, but also, Kanye just does things to be shocking, like his all-leather suit or um, this mullet, and mullets have gone through their things. Like, I used to think mullets were the funniest thing ever. Um, First of all, I thought they were very cute, because, of course, all the cute boys in, like, elementary school had them. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the heartthrobs had them. And then they were, then they left. And then they were hilarious. Then they were kind of cool again. And then they were really bad. So I don't know. It's cyclical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they have a sort of a special place here in Minnesota because we have. Hockey. The, the, yes, exactly. The thing known as hockey hair, And they actually make a big deal about it the high school teams deliberately grow out their mullets and Mm -hmm. that's a part of the state tournament which you will see clips of on YouTube where they're all taking the helmet off and showing their their gorgeous disgusting ugly hair Mm -hmm. I would say is it the worst hairstyle ever or was the rat tail the worst hairstyle ever
3: um I did have a rat tail so I might be biased. (laughs) Well, it was like 1986, so I don't blame you. Yeah, I cut it myself when my parents were gone, Um, and I would braid things into it, so that's cool. I also had a mullet my first year of college because, not on purpose, but I went to get my hair cut, and my hair was probably a little bit past my shoulders, and I said, you know, just put some layers in it, just have it, you know, about an inch or two cut off. And when I got home, I had a mullet. I had like what I called the working woman's mullet. Do you know oh, what I mean? No. It was kind of a little yes. Carol Brady-ish.
0: Yep. yep and I yep. was
3: crying. It was a Great Clips nightmare. I was crying <laughs> and my mom was uh, trying to wrap my hair to make it look better. And it just got worse. And I was devastated. And then I was my first, my first uh, quarter at Western. Did you have to, like, get your picture
2: taken for your ID and that was your hairstyle?
3: I had done that before, luckily. Um, okay. But, like, it was, the, you went in before that. Also, my friend's mom worked, like, was the, she worked for the company that maintenance that, so she would take pictures for us <laughs> whenever oh, we good. wanted. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, But I then had to... What I say is cut my hair to the shortest mulleye. So my hair sure. was like above my ears. I have a very round face. It was ugly. I hated it. And that ear of school sucked.
2: Aww. Yeah.
3: Okay. So. It's amazing how much power a
2: hair can have.
3: I know, right? I'd have to go with rat tail because of that. <laughs> rat tail's better. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: boy, I don't think I'd go back.
2: If I had it to do all over again,
3: I'm glad that it's not back in style.
2: All right. Well, so that was a clip number one of Luke trying to explain to us how much more fashion forward than everybody mm-hmm. else
3: he is. Yeah, for sure. So let's go on to the second one. I think my favorite one of this whole thing. Um, this is from June of two of two thousand eight. Um, the great white V-neck T-shirt debate.
0: Welcome back to a Friday night edition of TBTL. It's a TBTL ode to summer, which is starting to go away on this Friday night. Uh, I think it's going to be dark by the time we're finished, right, Jennifer? Yes. And I'm going to uh, put the Seattle weather to the ultimate test. I'm going to see if I can continue wearing this... Uh, Archie Bunker esque white V neck t shirt, all the way through the show without getting called. What? What is it?
1: It's an undershirt. And by its very title, it should be under a shirt.
0: Wow! This is from a person who buys clothing uh, that she rips out of magazines. Sometimes Reader's Digest. (laughs) That's. Have you? Have you
1: are wearing an undershirt?
0: Have you? I don't feel like we need to do this right now, (laughs) right here, but I'm telling you, everyone is wearing white v-neck t-shirts out and about. Is is it immodest, my Amish friend? I mean, what's your, what's your (laughs) essential problem with it?
1: It's just, it belongs under a shirt. I mean, it's just decorum.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad I know this about you now.
3: Okay.
0: So I, I'll continue to wear, uh, the V-necks, but I'll do it with a certain sense of shame.
3: Okay.
0: Um, it's, uh, it's our ode to summer. We're out on the back deck, News Talk 710 Cairo. And I'm going to see if uh, I can make it through the entire rest of the show with just a t-shirt on. But if it starts to get cold, as it does sometimes at night here, then I'll, I'll throw on an old man sweater, as you call it.
1: I just don't know why I keep calling it a t-shirt because it's not a t-shirt. It's an undershirt.
0: Do you feel like, are you this, are you this scandalized by, by this much of my neck showing? No. It's, it's a, if this, what you're saying essentially, and I wish to God the internet worked right now here at News Talk 710 Cairo because we could take a picture and we could put it up. If, if this was, if this t-shirt, if the neck of it was not V'd, okay?
1: Has nothing to do with the V-neck. It's you that it's white? A, you can get a crew neck undershirt. It's an undershirt. It's made by Hanes or whomever to go under a shirt.
0: It's made by Nordstrom.
1: Well, Nordstrom makes undershirts.
0: What would make this not an undershirt to you?
1: If it was a regular T-shirt, like if it had a pocket or if it was a thicker thread count, perhaps?
0: So, like, I don't...
1: Okay, for it... this okay. it's a long discussion. Yeah,
0: please. Well, let me, let me first... I'm sorry. I Can want to make, make sure... sure if yeah, do we... is Darren Strauss somewhere in, in Oakland cooling his heels? Sean, were you I've... able to make contact with our friend Darren Strauss? I've got no Darren, but the Internet's working. <laughs> oh, it's the small things, really. All right. Um, so, oh, if the Internet's working, that means as we can, can ultimately guess. retrieve his number. But you know what? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this right now. Okay. Okay, what are you starting to say about my about my shirt? And okay. and by the way, for those of you waiting for us to talk to this author, Darren Strauss, we'll do it as soon as the commercial rolls around. Jen can retrieve his phone number and we can, uh, we can make contact. Yeah.
1: Okay. First of all, a lot of men have an issue with their deodorant turning their shirts yellow.
0: Okay. Can I ask?
1: Well, it's not Is it yellow? It's Is, not freshly uh, white. It's definitely a little worn.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't See I think that you're just doing that for effect. <laughs> Cuz now let me just I'm sorry. <clears throat> let me rebut. Okay. Do you want to know my whole deodorant strategy?
2: Sure. I don't think so.
0: I have like I buy new white undershirts like probably every month and I have this whole multi-tier system. So when you say that these armpits are yellowish, you're flying in the face. Of a lot of science, my friend. You are barking up the wrong yellow armpitted tree.
1: Well, let me just say that that shirt does not have a thick enough weave to be worn alone. The thread count is not high enough. Are you
0: seeing something? And you can say this. Now, this part, I would actually maybe give you a little... Well, I mean,
1: you're a little nipped out.
0: That happens all the time, though. And that's what not I did. in a thick... I shirt. did like 60 push-ups. Does that mean anything? All right. Clearly, this has been an issue. I mean, clearly, it's something you've been swallowing, probably telling Jason about every night, probably telling nightly.
1: No, 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 no. This is an issue that is at home all the time because Jason's got an undershirt on under his shirt that he was wearing. And I said, I hope you're not wearing that out because it's an undershirt. Please put a shirt over your shirt. And so we did. It's a whole issue. Uh,
0: I don't, let me just tell you one other thing. I don't feel great about this shirt because I have definitely a spare tire that's developed down south of cheese, as my friend Cotter would put it. And I don't and and if you only wear as a guy or a girl, if you wear one shirt, even if it's a regular T-shirt, if you only wear one shirt, it kind of shows off your roles more than it you'd clings. really like. Yeah, it clings more than you like Uh quick other story.
2: I don't think so.
0: OK, so I'll give you that that I don't think this is maybe the most totally flattering shirt on me. But I don't think it's from, for yellow armpit reasons. I just want to say that for the record. I'll give you that. For the record.
1: And I wasn't meaning to say anything about how you look in it. All I was trying to say is it's an undershirt. That's all I was trying to say. I think you look great tonight, but you're wearing an undershirt and I don't want to pretend you're not. My overall, listen,
0: my overall fashion goal in the summertime is to look like an 80 year old Jewish man at the dog races in Saratoga. (laughs) I would like someone to call me Morty, maybe, or Saul. <laughs> I would like someone to ask me who I have as a favorite in the eighth race. Someone to talk to me about uh, about statins, mm-hmm. about my blood pressure, about hypertension.
1: Well, that is actually exactly what you've called. If
0: I saw about. Cocoon 3. <laughs> this is where I'm going. This is the overall. Right. When Vanessa and I went to Hawaii, I really like, if I could have gotten those huge oversized glasses that like jerry seinfeld's yes you know like yeah. it's not even his his dad it's his but uncle it's, morty his uncle uncle morty who lives in uh boca right <laughs> i'm going for boca how's that working am i <laughs> have i accomplished that great all right
1: and the great thing about that is uncle morty wouldn't care that he was wearing an undershirt he would just say yeah i'm wearing an undershirt
0: i just think i need to start it now if i get comfortable in this body in this look in this kind of aesthetic <laughs> I feel like it'll be much easier someday when I'm aged and, and you know, it's harder for me. Like right now I'm still at the age where I can kind of put together an outfit, I can plan it out, but I'm starting, but I am starting to kind of plan for the future. Like I'm moving straight into Wilford Brimley territory. That's okay. Now it's okay?
1: No, it's, I'm just saying admit what it is. And I feel like you've done that. When I said you're wearing an undershirt, you took umbrage.
0: Well... It was your implication that it was somehow inappropriate or or, or not, you know, the thing to do.
1: It was just missing the overshirt. That's all I was saying.
0: Well, I want to tell you, you could wear a boob tube in here and, uh, you know, some culottes. And I wouldn't talk smack about it because I'm a gentleman. And because, you know what, I care about your feelings, Jennifer. Well,
1: that makes me feel bad now. Yeah,
0: well, it should. Let's take a break. (laughs) We come back, see if we can find Darren Strauss, our author in Oakland, who's uh, been through some similar humiliation this week. Which we'll explain to you. It's TBTL. Back in a moment.
3: And I remember listening to this live, <laughs> and I was well. I'm a hundred percent with Jen.
2: Oh yes, and absolutely. I
3: was just yelling, yelling at the radio or my Zoom at the time or whatever could happen. I was yelling. At. He is a one hundred percent wrong, and I loved. That Jen kept saying, not a t-shirt. You keep saying t-shirt, but it's not a t-shirt. <laughs> that
2: right. That's how part. how matter of fact she was oh, yeah. about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like she meant to keep it in, but it just came out. She's like, it's not a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And he completely missed the point. Yes. Every time he kept thinking that she was saying it was inappropriate because it was... What did he say? Scandalous? Yeah, he said, is my
3: neck scandalous? Come on. The fact that I can see your nipples and your chest hair is the scandalous (laughs) part.
2: If you buy it in the underwear section, (laughs) it is not a shirt that you wear out by itself. If you get it in a pack of three, Mm -hmm. it's not
3: a t-shirt. It's an undershirt. Yeah. I I wonder if he didn't. Because he probably got it at J. Crew. So maybe they sold it one at a time or something.
2: Well, he said Nordstrom. I don't know if that was for realsies or because mm-hmm. Jen said Haynes and then he was like, this is from Nordstrom. So I, I don't yeah. know maybe if he was just picking an expensive store or if he really meant it. But yeah, yeah. J. Crew or Nordstrom or something like that. It's a fancy V neck t shirt, quote unquote. And I'm sure. When he lived in LA or New York City, there were like a million wannabe musicians wearing these undershirts with their Do you t- think that they were jeans. actually wearing
3: undershirts or were they just wearing shirts and he was trying to copy it? I,
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about fashion st- stylings for musicians, mm-hmm. but I mean, if they were the kind that you could get in a three pack for... $12 or however much they were. I could see if you were a struggling musician that you would buy those instead of springing for a t shirt that was of an actual decent weight. Like Jen kept trying
3: to point it out sink. if it was a heavier count? weight <laughs> material, then yeah. it would be a t shirt. Right. <laughs> but it's not a t shirt. Nope. And he gets defensive about it right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for Like the for implication
2: sure. that he's doing something wrong. And mm-hmm. she's not saying that at all. In fact, she she went on to clarify at the end, I think you look great. You look great tonight. It's just, it's not a t-shirt. Yeah, I can see your nipples. <laughs> you're nipped out. Yeah, you're nipped out. And um, people will notice, I hope, I I cut two significant chunks out of that clip. Uh, one where Luke was going to describe his deodorant system so that he didn't get the yellow pit stains. I was like, Mm -hmm. we don't need this in here. Mm -hmm. And what was the other one? Oh, it was an embarrassing story about something that somebody said to him that wasn't relevant. Mm -hmm. But I was like, in order for this to not be a 20-minute clip, I'm going to take some of it out. So you're welcome, guys.
3: (laughs) Um, So I want to point out that at the beginning of this, he decides to chastise Jen because he said, well, you're the person that just cuts out pictures of magazines and buys that. Oh, right. Yeah.
2: Immediately on the, def- the defensive. Right. So he went
3: into his offense. And then at the end, he said, if you walked in here with a boob tube, which no one knows what that is because it's not a thing and culottes, <laughs> I wouldn't make fun of you. A tube top. Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, boob tube.
2: I think my mom always used to say that when she'd be like, turn off the boob tube. Yeah, it's when a she TV. Us to stop.
3: It's yeah. another word for a TV, not a clothing item. So he said, if you are if you come in wearing this, I won't make fun of you. No, because you started out the argument of making fun of her. <laughs>
2: yeah, of course he would. If Jen came in a boob tube. <laughs> oh, there would be, be a conversation. Be, there <laughs> yes, there would be. There a would conversation. Be. <laughs> He just wants to be so hip Mm -hmm. in this. I mean, these these were the days when he really was trying to work that hipster vibe. He kind of got there. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like Luke, he works a, a little bit too hard at it. It's sort of his trademark for this stuff. He wants a little bit too much to be
3: cool to actually be cool. He, I would say, fast forward to current times... He is very stylish. Yes, he is. And um, we'll get to more clips of this, but like what he was wearing to the Mariners game, um, tight skinny jeans, no socks, or like those really no-show socks with Mm -hmm. cool tennis shoes, um, a jean jacket with the color popped, and he can make it work, and he just rocks it. And I think that maybe that comes with age and confidence is that right. either now he doesn't care as much. He's more confident with himself, maybe confident in his relationship and how he looks. So he he rocks it a little bit more than he used to. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. And he has a little bit more sophistication mm-hmm. in what he's doing right now. Although I thought it was very interesting. He, he ended this clip by talking about his old man sweater and how he was making an early transition into wearing old man clothes. This was the clip where he talked about wanting to like look like he was at the track with guys named Morty yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so I just, I found this very an interesting juxtaposition. So he's claiming he's trying to get into like old man style mm-hmm. while really working his young hipster style right there's what he says he's doing and what he's really doing yeah. and he makes this claim about you know his lack of style or his old man style several times in this group of clips mm-hmm. but clearly it means a lot to him and he is trying very hard yes and i think you're right in the last few years he's definitely hit it i don't know i mean i think it's it's um Taking credit away from him to say maybe Carrie had an influence because I don't really think she did. I think she probably leaves him to do his own thing. So it's mm-hmm. something that he's figured out. She is very fashionable. Yes, Literally she is. Literally a model. So she's one of those girls. And I say girls, I mean, she's a woman. She's one of those girls who can like wear the big fake oversized glasses and look adorable, mm-hmm. where I put on the pair of glasses and look like a dork. Yeah. I'm like it's not fair you probably don't even need the classes. you're just using them as a fashion accessory (laughs) and I resent that well I knew that we had to have that clip it was absolutely imperative to have the white v-neck conversation in that I think I spent two hours looking for that because I was like I can't can't do this episode without it it's too important
3: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) but There is another fashion mm, touchstone that's very important to Luke, and that's his red gingham shirt. But I don't know if he still has any of those, because we know Luke buys in bulk, like Mm -hmm. when they were doing the road trip to Mississippi, didn't he was just going to pack like five black t-shirts that Mm -hmm. were identical? Yep. And so this clip is uh, a little bit about that, but... It's also Luke talking to Jen about some grievances he has with retail fashion. So let's listen to that.
0: You know what, uh, clothing stores? Well, actually, Jen is, I'm sure, completely um, making what I'm about to say not true. But for most normal people, we do not buy things for the next season before it's the season that we need the clothing for. That's not true. Now, of course, you, because you have like a rotating, you have like a storage locker of your clothes. I'm right. saying your experience notwithstanding.
1: Okay. But Normal if that people. was true, why would the Nordstrom anniversary sale where they bring out the stuff in summer for fall, why would it be packed with women fighting?
0: Well, maybe women. Maybe it's guys. All I know is there I went into freaking J Crew, although it actually turned out to be a blessing because uh, I was trying to buy some short sleeve shirts. And uh, they don't have any. They're like, no, we're getting our winter stuff next week. And I'm like, <laughs> seriously, lady? They had two short-sleeve collared shirts. I am, like, ready to start buying that stuff now because it's actually going to be hot out. Um, and I don't think – at least what the guys' stores should do is they should realize that we guys, we go in and buy stuff when we need it. So don't uh, – I mean, like, I don't know any guys who are, like, buying a cable-knit sweater right now. Again, Except for in Seattle, apparently, where it's cable knit sweater season.
1: Right. In normal circumstances. In
0: normal circumstances, it would never occur to most dudes to go buy winter clothes right now because they're going... Also, styles change and evolve. I don't like to buy stuff six months in advance because I don't know if I'm even going to like it in six months.
1: I think I think it should be gender-based. I think you're absolutely right because I, I, I'm ready right now to start thinking about what I'm going to want to wear in fall, but you're not.
0: No. <laughs> um I have to wear everyone's been okay I have that that famous red gingham shirt that I wear all the time and I've been wearing it a lot extra a lot lately and the reason is because when it's like an 80 degree day here which we amazingly have had a couple of it's the it's a really lightweight shirt it's it's almost like, and if I roll the sleeves up it's like wearing a short sleeve shirt so I'm actually wearing it because it's the only like shirt I can wear to work like I don't believe in wearing t-shirts to work anymore you'll mm-hmm. be happy to know Jennifer I, mm-hmm. I never do that and so I have to wear a collared shirt, but any other collared shirt, if it's 80 degrees out, it's like I'm sweltering. So now it's to the point where someone took pictures of me when I was at Laugh Hole and I'm wearing that shirt. And then someone was telling me about the Cigarose interview that's online, a famously terrible interview I did. I'm wearing the same shirt. That speaks really
1: well to your personal hygiene, though. Like, I'm kind of astounded by that because that means that you've been able to keep them from getting like oil rings around the collar and, you know, that kind of like permanent stuff that you can't fix.
0: I, I mean i am i I definitely am uh you know i'm 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 very uh quick to apply the old uh, deodorant I take a lot of showers I do think I'm a fairly hey what's up Momo I think I'm a fairly hygienic person yeah. but but well that
1: I mean that is actually like proof positive that you are that you have a shirt that you've had for over three years that's kind of amazing for and guy.
0: that I've been wearing five yeah. to six days a week <laughs> for it's three years. heavy
1: rotation <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so anyway, the point is that i i have to, I, if you see me wearing that shirt. Please don't judge me because if it's a nice day out, it just means that's the only thing I could think of that was not a T-shirt until I can get me some short sleeve collared shirts, which are hard to come by because all the stores are selling parkas.
2: Um, Do you think that all guys are this way? Is Luke right? That no guys are interested until the season actually rolls around in the clothing for that season? Or are there guys who... Uh, I I, Look forward I mean the gay guys Right care
3: Yeah if you care about fashion Then you are shopping ahead Um, But Here's the thing stop going to high End fashion stores If you Ah. go to Nordstrom In August you're going To have fall clothes that's just What's going to happen because they Mm -hmm. cater To that if he goes to Target they're going to have shirts and T-shirts yep um, so that's one thing. Also, he is kind of right that our summer doesn't even start till mid-July. So it does kind of suck when they start putting out fall wear because we haven't even thought about shorts yet. Mm. Um, That's actually, that's really
2: interesting to think about. Is it a, is it a national rollout that those national brands do? Should they take like a more regional approach to their
3: merchandising? I think some places do because... I once went to Palm Springs in the winter and their stuff, they had summer clothes. <laughs> no parkas. Yeah. Like they just don't have that. So they do regional that way, but I just don't think that they cater to, oh, Seattle, Seattle has, you know, mild summers, So we'll do this mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, but then I think that, that they are right. That, they should do that more for women. I think women do buy before because mm-hmm. women are the ones that tend to look at fashion magazines and fashion magazines are, are three to six months early when they print right. them. Um, so that's what they want. Like Jen taking a picture out of a magazine, she sees that in June and it's um, fall where, so that's what she wants, so that's what the stores carry. Supply and demand, right? Cuz if everyone wanted shorts in September, they would they would supply that.
2: Sure. And I guess maybe women are generally more in charge of the entire family's clothing needs. So if you had back to school stuff, mm-hmm. you need to get the kids sorted out before Yeah. you actually send them back to school. You got to get yeah, them the mittens before coats. it snows. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, because the worst thing is the first day it snows and you don't have a coat because you haven't thought about it, right? You don't have a coat. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Everybody has a coat here.
3: <laughs> yeah. or Nobody like,
2: forgets to buy a coat before it snows.
3: <laughs> mostly what we have is summer, 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 rain, cold rain. Little bit of winter, mm, gross. cold rain, like that. So right now we're in um, the coat that Elliot wore last year for cold rain doesn't fit anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just got a, the that kind of coat. And everything has to be waterproof because it's more likely that you're going to get soaked with rain than be too cold. So there's like that kind of weird buying. And if mm-hmm. you buy it too thick of coat, then they won't play at recess because it's too hot.
2: All these things that uh, Luke just doesn't have to consider. Right. (laughs) I'm sure Addie's mom did all the clothes shopping. Yeah. But so let's talk about the red gingham shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, Jen compliments him for keeping it so nice. But wasn't this one of the ones where he had like three or four of them? I don't remember if he did. You can't wear it four four or five times a week if you only have one. I guarantee he's not doing laundry that often. Yeah,
3: he must have more. It looked good on him.
2: Yeah, he I've seen it. He he wears it really well and he's right that um it's dressy enough for work, but casual enough that he's not gonna see him overdressed and he can make it work and you know, he can't get any nice T shirts. Because everything in this store is false, so what's he going to do?
3: I, 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 he might have retired it. I haven't seen it in a long time. We didn't even get to have a f- memorial service for it. Oh. He should auction
2: that off. It was a big enough character on this show that we should have had a chance to say goodbye.
3: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see him, I'll ask ask how that shirt is going.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a very important question to ask mm-hmm.
3: him. Just really need to know about that shirt loop. Yeah. I'm thinking about his shirt, not his not his tongue.
2: Well, it's an improvement. <laughs> as long as you're thinking
3: about his shirt and not his pants. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Should we go to the next? Yeah, speaking of pants. Yeah. Okay. This is from December third of two thousand twelve. Operation Fancy Pants.
0: Anyway, so I was reading this GQ thing and it was the style guide and it was just all about like having good style. And of course, every outfit in there, most of them anyway, are just awesome because it's like they're all really expensive, but they look casual. They look rumpled. Because they're know? perfectly tailored. They're perfectly tailored. They're on perfectly handsome, uh, incredibly handsome men. And it's incredibly handsome men being dressed in someone else's uh, clothes for this occasion and then styled. You know what I mean? It's like, but. You, you look at that and immediately you think to yourself, God, that is so far away from my life. I mean, like that is, that is so far away from what my day in and day out sort of like appearances, particularly yeah. from a fashion standpoint. And I, I was I was looking at these pictures of the different guys. And a lot of the questions are about suits and like, uh, you know, what kind of a suit should I wear on an airplane and this and that. And these suits are so amazingly great looking. Again, they're on very thin, attractive models and they're tailored perfectly. And I started to think about my fashion sense, which is um fairly non existent. I mean, I have I have a kind of a uniform that I'm always wearing, which is typically a J. Crew collared shirt, and then either some cords from J. Crew or some jeans from J. Crew. So I like to mix it up.
1: Well, and you have your suits. You have your, your seersucker and you have yeah. your black suit.
0: Yes. I I've got uh I've got this gray suit that I bought. It's a gray flannel suit, which I really like. I'm about ugh, ten pounds too heavy for it right now. So I've got a like Either have them somehow uh, alter it, or I've got to get serious about... Um... No, I
1: think we just go back to what I just said. You have two suits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that suit is dead to me. I'm bummed because I bought it, and I think I got to wear it like three times. Oh. But but um, here's what I'm considering. Is, is it a good idea, Flash? And is it too late for me to, and will it be too affected if I do, become one of those dudes that always wears a suit?
1: Do you mean... Who always wears a suit, like, to dinner on Friday night, or do you mean who always wears a suit to, like, work on Wednesday and then to the karaoke bar on Thursday night?
0: The, the latter.
1: Okay, no, you can't do that. Wait, why, you wait, why, why, why? Because you live in Seattle. You could do it if you lived in a different kind of city, but you are just going to spend your whole life being ridiculously overdressed at every single thing you go to.
0: But what if I'm not wearing a tie?
1: Well, I mean, it's fine, but everybody is going to say, where are you coming from? What would you do today? For the first— what, you at a funeral? F-
0: for the first few years, yes. <laughs> but I'm talking about this as like—this is like Tom Wolfe deciding he's going to wear a white suit. Yes. I don't know when he decided that, but he did, and he's sticking with it.
1: I'm in- pretty sure he was living in New York when he decided that.
0: I'm not—so the the problem is geographical?
1: Yes, 100%. I think if you lived in Chicago or if you lived like in the South, like in Atlanta or New York, maybe— um, I'm sure there's some other places that are oh DC, you know, very dressy.
3: Yeah.
1: But you get west. I mean, the whole point of going west was that so we could wear jeans and and live. In but what a wagon. if this?
0: Here's here. But here's here's something. Here's what I think I'm not communicating properly to you, and I don't know if you can tell where my allegiances lie on this. But it's on the side of maybe I could do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like a men's warehouse double-breasted like <laughs> Gordon Gecko suit. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about there are there are so many variations there's there are like lots of cotton suits and linen suits in the summertime that are very relaxed there's like um i maybe even blazer and and, and sort of nice pants but like just my feeling is if i made the decision that i was always going to be wearing a suit maybe not with a tie all the time maybe the tie would be that'd be my version of dressing it up it would i people would be like what's going on with you for a while but after three years, after five years, after ten years, it would just be my look. And here are you're,
1: the and you think you're going to stick with it that long? It's possible. It's very expensive.
0: Well, first no. Of all. Well, no. No. But look, okay. Here, here's part of what made me think of this. I went to this uh, event uh, Saturday night, Adam Kroll and Dennis Prager at the um, Paramount Theater. And I, I'm not politically necessarily in line with like much of what was said that night, but. Uh, this guy, Dennis Prager, did say one thing, which was he said, look at a photograph of a baseball game from the 1940s. <laughs> and he's like the the rabble, right? Just the, Joe, every guy at, you know, sitting there at Ebbets Field or the polo grounds or whatever was better dressed than anybody in 2012. It was possible to do this. People were doing it. Guys were doing it. And don't they all look better? Like when you look at pictures of old times, every single guy seems like he has something going on. Even if he's like a poor guy, he's in a suit. No, I agree
1: with you. I love – I mean in the style section on the, in the Sunday Times when they have that section where they have all the pictures of people dressed similarly mm-hmm. on the street. Yeah. And every single man is always, always wearing a suit. And they look amazing. I completely agree with you. I just think that where you live, okay, here's the, when Jason was running marathons, he got bizarrely skinny and long. Mm -hmm. And um, my my mom, for a birthday present, she sent him to a haberdasher. Wow. So he could have a suit custom made to his body.
0: So he could get his haberdashed.
2: Mm hmm
1: And it was beautiful. It was this blue pinstripe suit. It was really beautifully done. And then, of course, when it arrived, my mom wanted to take us out and show it off. Yeah. And so she made reservations to go to Canlis because she thought, surely at Canlis, you know, it's this really fancy old-school restaurant and yeah. you know, fit in. Everybody there was wearing jeans, and we walked in, and we looked like we had come from a funeral or a wedding. But and don't everybody you- looked at us, and it was kind of awkward. I just, you just live in a city where it just doesn't happen.
0: Hmm. See, I feel like, you know, I've, I've got to be the change I want to see. And I will tell you this. One of my favorite things has always been if I had to legitimately do something which involved wearing a suit, then going and doing something else but still having the suit on because it's just like everybody else is sort of like, oh, I guess – clearly, you know – You you have something going on in your life where you're getting dressed up. Like I don't necessarily feel I'm embarrassed about many things about myself, and I tend to get easily embarrassed. The one thing that I don't get that embarrassed about is being overdressed, because to me it's kind of on everybody else. Not if I'm at like a sports bar on a Sunday morning, but see, sports bar on Sunday morning could just be like rumpled blazer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Here, and let me say this.
1: Casual guy. I mean, this is like it's like trying to change who you are. I'm not.
0: But, I, but let me tell you, have you ever seen me? Well, that's that, how how often have you seen me in a t-shirt? Uh, now there was famously the white yes. v-neck t-shirt I was trying to pull there was off. summer. Okay,
1: the summer. There but was other than that, we, I have which we never
0: it. speak of, <laughs> and in which I you were totally right. I was totally wrong. Which, by the way, how often do you hear that from me? <laughs> oh Wow, okay, you were right. I was wrong. But putting that aside, and it's been directly related to how chubby I've gotten. I never – like I never wear T-shirts. I never wear shorts in public and I never wear T-shirts in public. So that already puts me in the – That's true. That's automatically elevating me above the above the mean in terms of like formality for this city, right? hmm So it's not that much – the other thing I've noticed is I was looking at pictures. Like I was looking at a picture from Addie's graduation and then I was looking at a picture from this thing I went to in L.A. with the, the comedy thing and a picture of me and Carrie. And I noticed in both pictures – and these are the two pictures that happen to be up in our house – Um, In the the dining room area I'm in a suit in both of them And then I started to realize Most of the pictures That I like of myself I'm in a suit Because they're just like More flattering You just look like You have your S together A little bit So what I'm thinking I can do is Go on a mission Over the course of the next Couple of months To start to acquire More suits I have like three suits Right now But a couple of them Are like pretty formal Get some like Suits that are really forgiving That wear really well That I could just wear Day in and day out And it will be in a way, kind of expensive. I mean, but I'm not going to be buying $1,000 suits, but I, whether I get them secondhand or, you know, and get them altered or whatever, if I can build up the, like, basic, nece- the basic sort of necessities, then what I'm really dealing with is just having a bunch of collared shirts, which are, you know, generally clean and pressed, or at least the front part is pressed, because that's another genius part about wearing a suit. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on underneath and behind. But
1: let's just talk about, like, let's just look at your week. Okay. So this week, okay, you're going to get up at six o'clock in the morning. You're going to take a shower. You're going to put on a suit. Then you're going to go through the pouring rain up your stairs to, toward your alley yeah. and yeah. get in your car in the pouring rain. Go to a radio show where no, literally no person sees you.
0: Yeah,
1: do your show for three hours. Come yeah. home, sit in your house where no person sees you. Yeah. do your show in your suit. Yeah, and then and then what are you going to do? You're going to make dinner in your suit, or then do you change into like your
0: leisure outfit? No, I put my dinner suit on. <laughs>
1: I just think that it's not gonna. I just I don't just, think it, you have it in you.
0: Well, I may take that as a challenge. <laughs> um,
3: this was a bizarre idea, and yes. Jen is completely right that Seattle's not a suit city. Um, uh-huh. I think that it tends to be where there's big finance centers, or like she said, Washington D.C., like government, where people are required to wear suits for uh-huh. your jobs. That you'll see that but we're we're known for software (laughs) where people don't own suits so sure (laughs) uh, so we don't have that I mean like you'll go to the opera and sure there will be rich people and or people that have decided that that's their big go out night and they'll be wearing dresses and and suits maybe but mostly people are wearing like flip-flops and jeans and t-shirts at the opera to like the opera ballet plays everything I mean, I don't know.
2: I think about this sometimes when I go to church with my parents and you see the people wearing jeans in church. And I think, I guess it's better to have them come in their casual clothes than not come at all. And that would apply to the
3: opera. And It feels like it makes it more sporting. accessible.
2: Yeah. The, yeah, there's not that kind of barrier yeah. And people don't have to feel weird if they don't have it or they don't feel comfortable in those clothes. That's a good point. And what does it really matter
3: anyway? Um, What I thought was funny about this is that he had obviously made up his mind. He had the plan. He had a different, he had all the suits planned out that he was going to wear for different occasions. Mm -hmm. But he, it was like he was asking Jen to co-sign the idea. And when she didn't, he got really he got kind of upset. Yes. And just kept trying did. to justify it. Kind of reminds me of Andrew with uh bean dip. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's a great comparison.
3: Don't ask
0: if you yeah. don't want the
2: answer. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. He just wanted a co-sign on the idea and when she didn't immediately say yes. And in fact, she immediately said no, that's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of dug in on it. Um I thought it was interesting That this was a little bit different from the final plan because he was talking about this like it was going to be a permanent change and not just I'm going to do it for a year. I don't know where exactly that shifted where maybe he thought I'll just try it for a year and see how it goes because he certainly didn't get to the end of the year and be like, yeah, I really like that. I'm going to keep doing that. How many times when he was not like on wait, wait or, on tv or hosting live wire has he actually worn a suit since then do you suppose Mm -hmm, right very rare he didn't seem sad to come to the end of
3: that little experiment Mm -mm. he did look very handsome he did absolutely yeah i'm surprised you made it uh yes i thought it would
2: die within a couple of weeks to tell you the truth
3: yeah i thought it would die by the summer that can get hot so um (laughs) he did really well. I think that his um premise for why Okay, so when he kept saying, "Well, look at the pictures from the 40s and all the men are at the baseball game, people had less clothes." Yep. It's not like they had clothes like we did because clothes were very expensive. Mm-hmm. You you didn't buy clothes that are made in China and you didn't walk down to the J Crew and buy 10 t-shirts of the same color. That just didn't happen. So of course someone had a suit. That was what they wore every single day. Yep. And they were uncomfortable. Right. They were hot. They were living, they were living in a
2: time with no air conditioning mm-hmm. at the ballpark, wearing their suits, or God knows the women's clothing was uncomfortable then. Oh, yeah. I feel really grateful that I don't live in those times. Oh, I mean, maybe I would have looked sure. a lot better, but I would have been miserable. Yeah. Not for me. Small blessings, yeah, yeah. I always find that argument. I've heard it before about how everybody just cared more in the 40s and 50s or whatever. Uh, I I don't find that to be particularly
3: like compelling mm-hmm. as a reason to do that. Also, they were racist and hated women, so let's not well, idealize any, <laughs> any part of this. <laughs> um. One of
2: the great parts of this clip was Luke admitting to Jen that he was wrong about the white
3: v-neck. Yes. What? Four years later, we finally have justice. justice. (laughs) Justice. I hope that Jen hung up the phone from that that day and just said, yes, I Mm -hmm. knew. I told him. (laughs) Because she was so gracious to not do it right then. Like, okay, stop, 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 stop. Can you repeat what you just said?
2: And I would say he went into this plan. I think he hadn't thought totally through Jen's point. I mean, she had the story about going to even a super fancy restaurant like Mm Canlis and being overdressed. I think he he knew that he would be overdressed, but he was really thinking that it was going to be less of a deal than it was. He said he didn't have any problems being overdressed. And she was like, but. What about all the people who say to you, no, what are you all dressed up for? And he was like, yeah, but after three or four years, they'll stop asking. (laughs) (laughs) He just seemed totally willing to pay that price. And I think (laughs) that would be hard. I hate it when people ask me stuff like that. Me too. Like, what are you saying? I look like a slob all the time.
3: That's when I, rare occasions when I put on makeup and people like, you look so good. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> what are you
2: mm-hmm. saying? Yes, it's my policy to try not to sp- specifically comment on people's appearance. Mm. Yeah, because of exactly that reason. Or my dad asked. My dad asked me once after I lost a whole bunch of weight. My dad was asking me about if I knew somebody. At his office, because I did have an internship for his company when I was in college for a while. Nepotism. And he was like, Oh, do you remember such and such from when you worked there? And I was like, I don't remember the name. And my dad's like, Well, even if you did remember him, you didn't look like that when you worked there. And I was like, Excuse me? (laughs) Thanks a lot, Dad, for telling me
3: I look like a piece of shit. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) Yeah. yeah parents (laughs) are the worst
2: Mm. we just we just can't comment on other people's appearance can't comment on their body that's why we have to say i like your fashion
3: exactly bonneville had it right (laughs) now do you think that that's like a pickup line when you say it if you said that to a 10 would you would it be a pickup line Mm, no yeah. not if
2: it was me because I would never be able to do that as a pick up because <laughs> it's too ridiculous I I get Jen's point about how you can make anything sound a little mm, I yeah. like your fashion mm-hmm.
3: but it's too silly yeah for me mm-hmm. I don't think I could um when I say it to Joe McCulley, I'm meaning it in a sexy way but um well everyone else. True, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm actually very proud of Luke that he carried through with Operation Fancy Pants. I think it was kind of a worthy experiment. At least he could get that out of his system.
3: Right. And then you never have to do that again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, everybody does look good in a suit,
2: but it's a hard lifestyle to live it every is. day.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't think he could do it with all the travel that he does. He would have to bring two suitcases everywhere. No, that's true. Or just rewear the same thing all the time.
2: And hauling around a big old garment bag mm-hmm. all the time. That seems like something that he would leave in a cab. So we right. don't need
3: that. <laughs> it would last one trip.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to one more clip. This is one of the earlier ones. It's from June of 2008, but I saved it for the end because I find it to be such a funny clip. It really delights me. Uh, And this is a time when Luke got called out for breaking his own fashion rules.
0: Speaking of photos on the website, I put up what I thought was a very innocuous photo taken yesterday of a kind of a big moment for me, but something I thought would just be a little... Hey, by the way, here's what I've been up to. And little did I know the avalanche of amateur Mr. Blackstones that have now suddenly turned up in the TBTL web community. Our website, if you somehow don't know the address, is MyNorthwest.com slash TBTL. The photo that I put up was a picture of me yesterday. For the first time in probably 10 years, wearing shorts to go outside and socialize in. I, I just wanted to let the many people who had emailed me about my stance on shorts. Now, I for the last decade, as I just said, have had a firmly no shorts on guys outside unless you're working out or swimming or maybe surfing policy. I just think that it's usually leads to cargo shorts or leads to like when I went on Friday, I went to traffic court for a speeding ticket. And there was not one, but two people there wearing mesh basketball shorts to see the judge. And I thought, how about pants? (laughs) I'm not saying that you have to have a suit on. I wore a suit and boy, didn't I look like a yutz. I mean, this was that just mitigation thing where yeah. you go in a room and say, but they initially assemble you in a courtroom. And I thought, let's just, I mean, even sweats just cover the entire leg. <laughs> so I have very mixed feelings about shorts. But before I went to Hawaii, I thought I'm going to be in Hawaii. I'm going to be thousands of miles away from the mainland, When in Oahu. So I bought some shorts and I actually thought some of them were kind of stylish and I thought maybe even would be worth wearing out and about. Mm-hmm. So I decided it was Father's Day. I was going to treat myself to the gift of trying something new. And at Adelaide Sandstrom, my beautiful daughter, took a picture of it. We put it up on the website. And apparently everyone hates my socks, even Silent Nick. <laughs> Silent Nick has spoken eight words since I've met him. Four of them were those socks are Fogelberg. <laughs> People are putting the, that kind of thing in the comment section. And I just want to say, those socks are totally awesome.
1: No, they're not. You have way too much going on in that in that outfit.
0: You are out of your mind. There's n- almost nothing going on in that outfit. Are you kidding me?
1: You have a green shirt, navy shorts.
0: They're not navy.
1: Well, blue, dark blue shorts. Black socks and white vans.
0: <clears throat> let me recount I don't even for know where an, to begin. Let me recount for you an off-air conversation that was had between you and Katie Springer in which you said, I don't, I can't go to Ross because I have no ability to put an outfit together. I just buy what I see in a magazine. I rip it out and then I just take it in and say these things. So That's You've true. already impugned <laughs> your motives and your abilities okay. on this subject. <laughs>
1: Well, with my very limited... Have you heard of outfits.
0: Alexander McQueen? Yes. D- does he send people out in monochromatic <laughs> outfits? Have you have you looked at any kind of couture ever? It, it cla- There is no such thing anymore as clashing. And it's not like I'm, I have a hot pink shirt on and, uh, you know, ruby red shorts. I'm wearing some shorts. I'm wearing a T-shirt that's a different color, but that's solid. And then... I have on these shoes, which are like summertimey shoes. The
1: shoes are great.
0: What socks would you What socks would you think I should wear?
1: I I don't know. I don't know what socks you should have worn, but like, let me your tell black you dress socks are me not tell the you ones something. to wear. Let me
0: tell you something. The socks are problematic. This is why I don't like shorts. Because socks are fraught with danger <laughs> when it comes to shorts. Because if I wore, let me go down the possible other things. Okay. If I wear athletic socks, dork alert. Mm-hmm. If I wear teeny tiny socks, that looks really lame now. Mm-hmm. Maybe no socks would actually be cute. But the problem is, I think that I could if I could only go no socks in a pair of shoes for about a week, and then the shoes would have to be incinerated, probably by someone in a spacesuit <laughs> like they wore at the end of E.T. Gotcha. So for me, no socks is, is not an option. I have to have some socks. If I was to wear, like right now, I'm wearing some Argyle socks, okay? Right. If I wore those with the shoes, that would be incredibly loud. That would be like Argyle socks and pants that have, or shorts that have a little bit of a pattern on them. So the only choice at that point were these dark socks, which are kind of, I agree, dorky, but on purpose dorky. Like for instance, those shorts I was wearing were kind of like grandpa y shorts. They're they're made out of a suit pant material or like a dress slack material that's in someone cuts and hems into shorts, and they're very tailored at the bottom. This is the styly thing with shorts right now. And they're kind of long and tailored. They're already pretty old manish, But that's why the black socks are also old manish. Wouldn't you guys agree that fashion is cyclical? Yes. And at some point, you know, all those old men that are wearing black socks and we, for the last 20 years, have been going, that looks so lame. Doesn't that have to come back sometime? They're doing it because it was in style at some point.
1: I'm not sure that's why they're doing it.
0: Why do you think they're doing it?
1: I think I think it's possible that they only have black socks because your sight starts to go and it's just better to have all of one.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm getting a head start on some of that. I... I'll tell you how I came upon the black socks. When I was trying these shorts on at the store, I had pants on, obviously, at the time. And when I was in the dressing room, the only this, I was wearing black socks because I was wearing pants at the time. So when I put the shorts on, there were the black socks. And then I slipped my shoes on. And I thought, hey, that actually, to me, looks kind of – I think it looks kind of cute in a sort of retro, it's coming back kind of way. And, I, again, I say none of the other options sock-wise – I felt were very good either right so maybe there's a magic sock out there someone can tell me about <laughs> but I just want to know doesn't anyone agree with me that those socks look okay I do I'm on the black sock team I wear them all the the freaking time and do you ever wear them with shorts
2: I rarely wear shorts but when I do wear shorts yes
0: all right Sean I'd like to high-five you through that double bulletproof glass please <laughs> Damn. nailed it
2: um, you already stated the answer to this problem Of the black socks. It's the no sea socks. Yeah. That's what he should have worn. Especially
3: with Vans.
2: Yes. And I don't know. He talks about his vinegar dogs all the time as a reason Mm -hmm. that he can't go sockless. And I'm not going to ask to smell his feet because I I really don't want to find out the truth of this. But could he not put odor eaters in there? Yeah.
3: There's ways around it. There's no sea socks are perfect. That's what he was wearing now it it's a great alternative um my I just have so many questions why <laughs> why does he have a no shorts policy for men specifically why does it matter I don't
2: know. Men um, look great in shorts exactly
3: everyone looks good in shorts just wear them also don't policy anyone else except for yourself yes. if you have mm-hmm. a no shorts policy for yourself fine and I think that's why everyone jumped on him is right. because he has these solid rules that he sets mm-hmm. out no flip flops, no shorts, no this. And um, just don't regulate what other people do. And then they won't care if you're wearing dark crew, crew socks with, with your vans. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this was very funny um, when Jen was describing the outfit, and she's like, it was a green shirt, it was navy shorts. And he was immediately like, well, they weren't navy. And she's like, okay, dark blue, i.e. navy. (laughs) I was like, why why is he so upset about the idea that it was navy? (laughs) Right. But are there people, I won't say guys, because that's mean to guys Mm -hmm. who have their fashion together, but I thought everybody knows you don't wear black dress socks with casual white shoes. I mean, maybe if he had old man black tennis shoes but even that's kind of a stretch.
3: Yeah. Well, also just if you're going to do that. So w- what he said is, I did this and I'm re- wearing it ironically. No, he came up no, with that. You're after. Yeah, he, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not ironically doing this. You're not trying to um be an old old man ironically. Nope. You wore it cuz you thought that it looked cool. So you know uh-huh. what? Just do it. Just rock it. He you can make it look cool. The problem is that you set so many rules for what you what people can and can't do. And then when yep. you break that, people are going to say, oh, look at that. I mean, because I actually think that it kind of looks good. Um, dark crew socks with like tennis shoes can look good. Um, I don't know. Like if someone's going to play basketball or something, like some athletic shorts with... I don't know. Uh, With the vans is what gets me. The white vans.
2: Yeah. It's an interesting look. Again, it's all just totally we've decided as a society what is and isn't fashionable. So if we decide that his black socks with the white vans are a good look, I guess it is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's the hypocrisy here that is what's getting him called out Mm -hmm. on this and you're totally right he he looked in the mirror and he thought i look good he yeah. didn't think i look good for an old man or i'm wearing this ironically he legitimately thought that he was really
3: styling and you know um sean says that he thought it looked good uh-huh <laughs> well it does look good on sean Nobody should look to Sean for fashion. <laughs> they or shouldn't style but advice. he has such a unique style. Yep. And it looks good on him. Mm-hmm. He could wear that and he's confident in what he's wearing. And he'll tell you he got the shorts at a thrift shop and mm-hmm. um probably the shoes and the socks were maybe like his great grandfather's and he inherited <laughs> them and he looks good. Yep. It's
2: like Objectively speaking, it's a ridiculous outfit and he looks great. Mm-hmm. But other people cannot do right. what Sean can do. <laughs> when Silent Nick tells you <laughs> that it's bad, yeah. you I gotta listen like, to that.
3: Yeah, Silent Nick has barely spoken any words, but he wants to tell you no. <laughs>
2: And Luke specifically said that he bought these shorts in preparation for going to Hawaii. And Mm -hmm. he said he thought that, I wrote it down, they were, quote, kind of stylish, unquote. I just don't think that you should be buying shorts with an eye to style. That's not what shorts are about.
3: Mm -hmm. Shorts are about being comfortable and cool. I wonder if he means because they're not like running shorts. Because there are some stylish shorts that aren't Mm -hmm. the like athletic wicking material that I think he was. And he's like, oh, see, because I understand where he's coming from. If he if he draws a line in the sand and says men should not wear shorts outside of working out. So in his mind, shorts are those basketball shorts, those like netted whatever. Mm hmm. So, yeah, you probably shouldn't wear those to dinner. You can. You can wear whatever you want, but, like, not out to a nice restaurant. But if you have some nice, like, hemmed shorts that are made out of uh, more like a docker material, those are stylish.
2: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Those know? are just pants with a really high hemline, right. that's all. Right. <laughs> Uh Well, I kind of wish I'd seen what all the... um. What all the online burns were. I bet I could probably still go back and find all the comments on that post. Yeah, was it? Won't, the picture see? would be gone, but we could probably see
3: the comments. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because this was on the message board time, right? Yep. I'll have I to miss go those and see days. if I can sleuth <laughs> that out.
2: <laughs> He's an interesting person. Yes, for sure. He tries. And I
3: like his fashion.
2: I agree. I like his fashion. He did look good at the Mariners game. He's looked really good lately, Mm -hmm. regardless of what weight he is or how much topic he's put in his hair or how much time he's had with the laser balding helmet recently. He's a good looking guy who takes care of himself and he should be proud of that and not worry so much about the rest of it. Be like Sean, be confident in your look. Exactly and he's he's way ahead of me in how much he
3: thinks about his fashion. So, congratulations. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even imagine what my fashion would be if I worked from home every day.
2: Well, mine would not include a bra. Oh, so. for sure. There's that. For
3: sure. <laughs> <laughs> no bra, stretchy pants. Mhm.
2: <laughs> the uh the, like the UPS guy came tonight to deliver the pairs of shoes that I ordered Um, and I was home and I had all the lights on and I was sitting in my chair pretty close to the door. He rang the doorbell three times and I was like, I'm not answering it. No, there's no bra. (laughs) Like he knew I was home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, should we roll on
3: into housekeeping? Sure. Check out our merch in the merch store. And if you have ideas for other merch, let us know and we'll put it in the merch store. Mm -hmm. um (laughs) please 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 join the archive project uh these clip shows will come to a screeching halt if we don't keep archiving and if you like Mm -hmm. these shows please volunteer your time and if you want to buy stuff on amazon and also be famous on our once a month or once a quarter, I guess, is more like it, um, show, go to com slash Amazon.
2: And by the way, if you ever have any ideas of things that you might like to see in a clip show, I guess, listen to in a clip show, uh, let us know. I'm always willing to take some ideas you know I think we've done like 30 of these now I'm gonna start running out of ideas eventually so if you think of something that you would like to have us discuss uh, let us know and I'll be happy to dig into that and see what I can find and other ways that you can get involved with the show go to littleredbandwagon.com and there is a comment field there that you can fill out. You can send us your feedback at throwyourphone.com, either good or bad, or ideas for future clip shows. You can check us out on Facebook. I feel like there may be some new animals coming to the mix. Christy, you just got a new dog. I did. I feel like maybe you should put a picture of him on our Facebook page. Okay. And just get those, get those clicks up. And I... I have a strong feeling we're going to have at least one, possibly two more animals added. So we'll see if we can get some pictures of those (laughs) posted. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. And you can always email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Send us a voicemail or a text at 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. And I don't have Bobby's fax number written on this show sheet because I don't really no. think we need it. <laughs> well, as always, Christy, thank you so much for being here and giving us your perspective on
3: fashion. Thank you for having me. We probably should have had uh, the at least one of the other ladies that know about fashion, but I don't care. <laughs>
2: Listen, if we could do a show on booze... With the two of us, then we can definitely do a (laughs) show on fashion. That's true. (laughs) Can't get less knowledge than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, for tonight, why don't you get us out of here?
3: All right. Until next time, this is the next party.
2: And we love you, Jen. And keep keep telling Luke. (laughs) It's not a t-shirt. It's not a (laughs) t-shirt. It's not a t-shirt.